0: covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast this is betting across america with mike pritchard and josh applebaum on VSense, the sports betting network
5: good evening, everybody and welcome into the show it is betting across america and we are presented by betmgm i'm mike pritchard your host out here in las vegas your other host is across the country on the east coast in boston josh applebaum good afternoon josh
6: Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Thursday, Thursday. And of course, I buried, we buried the lead, Pritch. It's Gambling Lou Day. Uncle right. Lou Day. So Uncle. I'm excited. Yeah, so uh, Pritch, you got your nap yesterday. You I did. survived your birthday. Yes. So you're rested, ready to go. And I am too. But a big night here, Pritch. Uh, with Thursday Night Football. I think it's really interesting this line move, obviously, and we'll dive deep into it. But three and a half all the way to six and a half is there value anymore on Arizona? Right. You know, should you buy low on the Packers? We'll dive into that. Uh, Big Thirsty Thursday for a big night in the NHL and NBA as well, Pritch, because there's one thing in the NBA, and we can get to it later in the show. Unders are off to a fantastic start, 39 and 25. Uh, it's around 60%, and this coincides with the fact that the NBA is cracking down on "quote unquote" abnormal basketball movements. Pritch, mm-hmm. you know when people at the three-point line and one of my one of my heroes, Paul Pierce, was king of this—you fake a shot, get the guy to jump into you to foul you, and get three three uh, free throws. No longer. Free throws are at an all-time low right now. Unders are crushing it. There's going to be regression. Books will adjust, but just something to keep an eye out for in the NBA. A lot of unders right now because of this rule change.
5: It's the Harden rule, right? He might as well just go ahead and shave off the beard now because the beard would help him with that. Like you would see that beard go flailing and then he'd get a call.
6: Exactly, Pritch. And again, I, I love this. I think Adam silvers he's one of the best commissioners in my eyes. And again, <laughs> we're on a sports betting channel in a, a sports betting industry. Remember, he was the first big commissioner to come right. out uh, in favor of legalized sports betting. He saw it, you know, increase his fan engagement. Uh, he's done a lot of great things to expand the NBA. So I'm all for it. At, uh, I'm all for what Adam Silver is doing. Pritch. Mm-hmm. And I think as betters, there's no guarantee that every under moving forward is going to cash again. It's Wild West right now with unders killing it. But I think this is something to keep an eye out moving forward until there's an adjustment. Right now, these unders are really, really doing well.
5: Yeah, I always appreciate the insight right there. So we got a big Thursday night football game uh, uh, on the schedule, Josh. Uh, GM Insights right now, Thursday night football is spread 60%. Cardinals uh, ticket percentage handles 69%. Cardinals uh, handle percentage movement. Uh, we've seen Cardinals anywhere from 3.5 now uh, to 65 uh, money line situation is nothing standing out to me. The uh, total though from 52 and a half to 50 and a half, uh, 80% uh, of the handle on the under, uh, courtesy of Betham Jim Insights.
6: Yeah, so definitely two big things stand out here, Pritch. Let's start with the total because we look for these low bets, higher dollar bet discrepancy plays. <laughs> this really, really jumps out to me. Anytime you have a, a low ticket count, but more money tells me that the money coming in is really bigger wagers from respected better. So of bets right down the middle. Public doesn't know what to do. They see a high total. They see two good offenses. But they also see uh, no Devontae Adams and no Lazard. So they're kind of down the middle, don't know what to do. Yet we've seen this thing fall 52.5 down to 50. Why? Because even though it's only 50-50 on the ticket count, 80% of the money is on the under. And we have seen unders uh, so far this year, Pritch. Um, kind of like dogs are on that 56% area. And we also know, uh, look at when the total either stays the same or falls, the under is about 54% last decade. So a couple under trends here to keep an eye out for, uh, surprisingly, both these teams are under, under teams. I think Packers mm-hmm. are five and two to the under cards, four and three to the under. So definitely that bet for style discrepancy tells me bigger wager, wager wagers on the under Pritch. But to me, Pritch, you know, based on this huge move, everything changed, obviously, with the COVID. The coaching staff, uh, the big guy we all, we're all all looking to is Devontae Adams being out. Right. And I think the way you look at it is, you know, number one, public is on Arizona. I was worried at the beginning, Pritch. I was looking at Green Bay plus three and a half, thinking, hey, with the hook, Rodgers getting the hook, three and a half, that could be a worthwhile play before all this COVID broke. But I was concerned, would Green Bay be a trendy dog? Would they be popular? Would the public just say, walk into a bar and say, you're giving me three and a half points with Aaron Rodgers? Give me that all day. But luckily, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Everything has changed with these COVID uh, you know, injuries and guys being out. We've seen the line shoot up all the way, minus 3.5, up to minus 6.5. And, and the way I see it, Pritch, if you're laying the 6.5 right now with Arizona, you're getting the worst of it. They mm-hmm. may win by 7. They could win by 14. They could blow them out. But if you're consistently betting numbers, you know, three points after they move, I think long term that's not going to be a winning strategy. So I'm looking at buying low on Green Bay here, Pritch. We're up to six and a half. I was trying to get greedy and say, can I hold out and get a seven? I think you had a couple kind of square books, maybe hang a seven out there. That was really juiced up plus seven minus 120. I don't know if it's going to get to seven. You might as well wait it out. Favorites early dogs late. See if you can get that number. But even so, Pritch, I'm on Green Bay plus six and a half. Inflated dog. Roger's getting points. Public is on Arizona, 60%. So you're contrarian in an inflated, unpopular spot with Aaron Rodgers, which never happens. To me, this is a value play. I wouldn't consider it a sharp play, but a value play based on the big move. Then some system matches. Conference dogs, plus 7 or less, 64% ATS this year. Primetime dogs, 14 and 7 ATS, 67% this year. Road dogs, 36 and 25 ATS, 58% this year. And, Pritch, this one is crazy, but it's true. I double-checked it. Aaron Rodgers, in games where he doesn't have Devontae Adams – Packers are nine and two straight up, eight and three ATS. I'll take the plus six and a half tonight.
5: All right, there's a lot to unpack in this game because of the injuries you mentioned. Lazard, you mentioned uh, Devontae Adams out the other side. You got J.J. Watt, uh, two uh, torn labrum. Uh, those are reports. We'll see if he's going to miss the rest of the season or not. Uh, but my question to you, Josh, when you consider this game, the total. Um, I'm reading a report right now. Defensive coordinator Joe Barry will also be unavailable for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, because of COVID, defensive passing game coordinator coordinator, Jerry Gray will call plays in Barry's absence. So, I mean, you you got a defensive passing coordinator, game coordinator calling the defense here for the Packers. Does that influence you at all from your decision standpoint uh, for this total as it went down?
6: So obviously, Pritch, if you're betting an under, you want your defense to be at peak level here. And the fact that you're missing some of these, uh, you know, important personnel coordinators and someone new is going to be calling the plays. To me, that's obviously not a good sign to the under. But I would say, you know, based on this line falling, even though the public's on the over, it looks like wise guys are not really concerned about that. I think maybe even though you're missing some of these uh, defensive pieces here from the coaching staff, it's kind of outweighed by the fact that Devontae Adams is no longer on the field. So maybe your defense isn't as good with these guys missing, but also your offense takes a big hit without Adams and Lazar. So uh, to me, Pritch, again, you want everyone at, at peak strength and you want your defense and everyone who's expected to be there to be there, uh, but the fact that it opened 52-and-a-half, it's down to, Pritch, I just saw it down to 50. A minute mm-hmm. ago it was 50-and-a-half. Right. The hook was out there. Now it's down to 50, so there's continued movement to the under. If you like the under, you can probably find the hook out there, but this thing is falling. I would lean under
5: to Yeah, teaser alerts all, all over the place for me uh, for this game big time. Josh, I want to uh, expand on this because two questions, things that I'm trying tracking, uh, like starters not playing in the preseason. So a lot of the backups got run, Josh. Uh, and so we're seeing a lot of backups because of injuries start to play. Uh, and I don't know if execution's taken a significant hit. Uh, so I'm starting to track that as well as injuries that could develop during a game. So, for instance, Devontae Adams is out. We know that. But DeAndre Hopkins has a hamstring situation. What if that flares up during the game and he's out? for a large portion of this game i mean is that something that you look at injuries that potentially could develop during a game that could also influence the game
6: absolutely pritch and i think this goes to the point of live betting you know live betting is really you know one of the most popular things happening in the, in the industry we've seen it come over from england it used to be live betting was big uh, before in England, before it came to America, betting on soccer and, and really, you know, seeing uh, the sports betting legalization okay. spread. Now everyone loves live betting. You can get down whenever you want. So that's something to monitor if DeAndre Hopkins, you know, uh, re something and is out for a bit here. Or maybe, you know, uh, Kyler Murray takes a big hit. I mean, this yeah, he's is something got a hurt no finger what. right
5: now on his throwing hand, too, by the way, uh, Kyler Murray.
6: Exactly, Pritch. And again, what if he bangs it on a helmet, or you know, gets hit hard to the ground? He had a shoulder injury before. This just goes to te- uh, show you that you know, in any game, it, you know, the injury rate is 100%. You know this, Pritch, uh, <laughs> having played in the NFL. Uh, it, that's where live betting comes into play. But uh, to me, it feels like everyone. And this is something I was taught a long time ago when I started getting into analytics-based betting and my first job in the industry, contrarian betting. It's always buy on bad news, sell on good news. You know, the public says, something good's happening, I wanna jump on it, but it tends to be overvalued. When you get bad news, like everyone in the public is saying, hey, no Devonte Adams. I know Rogers is good, but they got no shot because the- Devonte Adams isn't out there. But, again, buying on bad news to me is kind of a sound strategy. And, again, everyone's talking about the guys uh, you know, that Green Bay's is missing. Right. But they still got that number 12, Pritch, Aaron Rodgers. And also, no one's talking about the injuries to Arizona. I know J.J. Watt's only got like one sack this year. But he's out. You mentioned Hopkins. You mentioned uh, some, some small injuries Kyler here Murray. maybe to, mm-hmm. to Kyler Murray. So I think that's important. Uh, to me, the value is all Green Bay 6.5 right now.
5: Yeah, you got um, uh, Rodney Hudson out, too. That's the center uh, that they traded for. He's got ribs. That situation and the sitter is so key. Lou Finocaro pointed that out to us before. Uh, so against an elite opponent like the Packers, uh, the Cardinals are potentially uh, hampered as well, and we'll see how the game develops for sure. But I think injuries kind of balance themselves out. Uh, this is a big number again. The Cardinals minus six and a half at home against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. That total two going down uh, fifty and a half now out here at the South Point even though the Packers are going to be without their defensive coordinator uh, calling plays. So let's get to another game, Josh, that we need to highlight because of line movement. Uh, It's the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. Right now we're showing the Colts minus a point and a half, 50 and a half to total now in that game.
6: Yeah, I really like the Colts here, Pritch. And again, this is kind of one of those plays that uh, I didn't go into the week saying I want to bet the Colts. Obviously Titans are playing great right now, five and two, both teams, five and two ATS. But I always love it when you can kind of bet against the team and when a line is going toward uh, an opponent uh, or going away from the team that has a couple really huge wins here. So right. think of it this way, Pritch. You know, they, Tennessee beats Kansas City 27 to 3. They beat Buffalo 34 to 3. I mean, they were a six point dog and a four point dog in those games. They're riding high, they've won three straight. So when the odds set this number and it was kind of, you know, back and forth, I saw like at one point Titans were minus one and a half, one point Colts are minus one and a half, but pretty much throughout the week, it was Titans minus one and a half. Now we're seeing that classic flip, a system that I love and is almost an auto bet for me, dog to favorite. Even though the Titans are the really popular bet coming off huge wins against really good opponents, the line is going toward the Colts. So what does that tell you? Even though three out of four bets are on Tennessee, we saw the Colts go from plus one and a half now to minus one and a half. And again, this is, a, tight, this is a, uh, a Colts team that Rich is, is kind of playing pretty good here mm-hmm. recently. They've won three of four. They probably should have beaten Baltimore in that game that they chalked up there late. Uh, and now you're getting them at home. And it's just fishy to me that if everyone's on Tennessee and Tennessee's coming off this big, these couple big wins here, then why is the line going to the Colts? That's just super yeah. fishy. I'll money line the Colts here, minus 125. Well,
5: it continues. I mentioned Carson Wentz, a high risk. Julio Jones uh, signing up as a high risk, too, because he's got a hamstring situation. Uh, Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Coming up on the program, Lou Finicaro. He's next.
0: This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on vSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
5: Hey everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sports, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so is our next guest, Lou Finicaro, v MMA analyst and Point Spread Weekly contributor. Lou, how are you?
7: Doing great, Pritch. Josh, good afternoon. Happy to spend some October what's left of it with you. What a great month, and we've got a great slate NFL coming up this weekend.
5: Yes, flying by. Spectacular, though, enjoying every minute. Uh, So let's get to this game. Josh and I were just talking about it in the last segment. Uh, The Colts and the Tennessee Titans. The Colts have now flipped to the favorite here in this game, Lou, minus uh, a point and a half. Uh, Where's the value, if there's any value, on this game at this point?
7: This is a fun one, guys, because you're going to get to listen to me talk out of both sides of my mouth. The look ahead line a week ago, Colts minus two and a half. So when this line breaks and Point Spread Weekly due, our, our positions are due Tuesday at noon. At that point in time, Tennessee had flipped. They were giving one and a half. Uh, I used the Colts in Point Spread Weekly, but more importantly, per, uh, personally, that's a tease position. Colts at home, division game up to seven and a half, automatic. Now, the line is flopped back. Tennessee, excuse me, Indy's now the one and a half point favorite on their way back to where they were a week ago. And and that's being driven not by the many bets. I think that's being driven by the few bets. And I, I tend to agree with it. That said, when this gets to two and a half or two or even one and a half, Boy, it's arbitrage time. How about having both teams on a teaser plus seven and a half? I'd rather have that on a total of 44, but 50
6: isn't so bad either. Mm. Lou, it's great to talk to you and I'm totally with you. This is one of those plays where again looks like Titans, the public play after these big wins, yet the lines going to the Colts. To me, it's a pretty sharp play with the Colts. I'm right there with you. But Lou, I want to get your take on this big Sunday night football matchup. We got the Dallas Cowboys, Minnesota Vikings. Uh Cowboys are looking great. Five and one, six to oh no ATS, the only undefeated ATS team in the league. Uh, you know, could have won opening night. They could be undefeated. They're, you know, a legit Super Bowl contender. But what we've seen here, uh, you know, Lou, is it opened at uh, a lot of shops like Dallas Minus 1. They're an incredibly lopsided play, almost 8, 9, 10 out of bets here, laying with the Cowboys. And I'm thinking, hey, if we can get Vikings plus 3, that could be a good buy-low spot with primetime dogs, 14 and 7 ATS this year. But then we see the Dak Prescott news. He's got a calf strain. This, this number is tumbling. It's down to 1.5 or even 1 at some shops. So... How do you handicap this, uh, you know, Lou? Is it a wait and see on Prescott? Is it a, you know, grab Minnesota with as many points as you can? Is it buy low on Dallas? How do you cap this Sunday night matchup?
7: Yeah, that's, that's great. Again, uh, the DAC news wasn't as apparent Tuesday as it was as it is right now. And so for that... Uh, line of reasoning again it, it isn't a division matchup but it's Vikings at home at two and a half and you add six points to it now you're at eight and a half it, it, it's a perfect complement to the teaser we talked about early for those that haven't I'd still look Vikings min- uh, uh, Cowboys minus two the Vikings still set up to plus eight that that's really where I go there I think this is going to be a, a really competitive team against really two good teams uh, uh, the Minnesota defense DVOA is six. Now, will they be able to play that well against this high-flying Dallas uh, pass offense? We'll have to see, but without Dak, that tells me yes, and I'd say gun to my head. I think Minnesota needs it more, and I tend to trust them uh, to show up at home uh, in a good position Sunday
5: night. Yeah, I mean, even if Dak returns not 100%, I would imagine, right, Lou and, and Josh. And you look at the situation of Vikings in uh, a nice situation from a teaser standpoint. I like that one, Lou. Um, the Broncos uh, against the Washington Football Team. Uh, a lot of a lot of noise surrounding the Denver Broncos, and uh, primarily on the defense side, probably because of their head coach Vic Fangio. Uh, but I think it's their offense that needs to step up. Lou, uh, how do you see this game?
7: Yeah, uh, Mike, you're close to Denver, I, I know that, uh, and they've really, they've played poorly offensively, and it's putting pressure on the defense and, and taxing them, however, they get a wonderful elixir, two wonderful elixirs, they get to come back home, play at altitude against a Washington team that arguably looked really, really good last week, but I'm not so sure, I, I really believe in the Washington team that much. Uh, three straight games, New Orleans, Kansas City, Green Bay, uh, the uh, opposing teams averaging 30 points a game against that defense. What a great elixir for Teddy Bridgewater and the Denver offense to at least try and get 17 up there because I think if they can help their defense a little, Washington's going to find themselves in a tough position in altitude.
6: Lou, I'd love to get your thoughts on Monday Night Football, Giants and Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, Chiefs, uh, not where we expected them to be at this point. Uh, obviously, struggling here late, and still the public wants to just say, hey, Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs logo on the helmet, give me the Chiefs here. We've actually seen the Chiefs, even though Monday night they're getting uh, a majority bets here, they've fallen at some shops like 10 down to nine and a half nine. 9, so maybe movement toward the G-men. But I think in particular, Lou, you might be looking at the total here It open around 52.5, kind of stayed there. It's all also dropped at some books down to 52. Uh, maybe some uh, weather there. It could be a little rainy, a little windy at Arrowhead. And also the G-men uh, only averaging about 20 points a game. So, Lou, what are you looking here for spread or total, and are you leaning at all to the under?
7: Yeah, I'm totally leaning to the under. Look ahead last week, 54.5, opens 52.5 based on apparently play last week. Now it's ticked down to 52. I think it continues to maybe go down. At at least the way I read this game, gentlemen, is uh, maybe a little bit like the public. I, I think Kansas City's waiting to bust out offensively. And offensively, uh, you got a Giants team. They give up 44 defensively, they give up 44 to Dallas and 38 to the LA Rams. And then they play Carolina last week, and it looks like everything's fixed. I believe last week was an outlier. I wouldn't get too caught up in the Giants this week. I think Kansas City gets a lead early, puts their foot on the gas. And for that reason, I, th- I think it's going to be difficult for the Giants to play catch-up against a, a terrible Kansas City D, and I think it's going to manifest itself in an under. Kansas City's going to get theirs. The Giants are not.
5: Lou, this next game is the reason why I enjoy uh, betting on sports, because uh, aesthetically I'm, I'm not like into this game just watching it, uh, Philly and Detroit. But yet I can make a bet on it and cash a ticket. Uh, so from a side standpoint, you got Philly on the road, minus 3.5 here at South Point. The total is 48. What do you see in this one?
7: Yeah, I, I see two really, really challenged ball clubs, obviously. But the talent level on Philly is a little bit better. The fact that they can run the ball a little bit and Jalen Hurts, being the really the the crux of that, especially since uh, their running back is is a little bit dinged up, I, I think that the horses, the line on the the especially the Philly offensive line is going to be the key to this matchup. Mm-hmm. And and while Detroit's playing hard, they just don't have the athletes. And if you spread them out like Philly can on offense, uh, the Detroit defense is not that athletic, quick or fast. And I just think this is going to be a good day for Philly. That said, I'd really try and be shrewd, try and get that three instead of the three and a half.
6: Lou, you know we can't let you go without getting your thoughts on a big MMA card this weekend, uh, UFC 267. You got a ton of fights here. I think 15, 16 bouts. So, uh, Lou, I know you're excited for this one. I'll open up the door to you. Any, uh, any fights you're looking at, and maybe any thoughts on that big matchup, uh, Glover Teixeira and Jan Blachowicz. Uh, he Blachowicz went up like two, minus 250 up to on minus 275. But I'll just open up to you. Any thoughts on uh, the biting card this weekend?
7: Yeah, it's a a great card, it's in Abu Dhabi. That's a 30-foot cage that opens up space. Bunch of international fighters, especially Russians. The Russians uh, being of the same religion of the people in Abu Dhabi and such are are bound because of travel restrictions to get some, I think, if there's close decisions, they're going to lean Russians. So we got to be aware of that. However, one Russian fighting in the main card is a guy named Ankalayev. He's a big 300, 350 favorite over a fighter from Switzerland, Ozdemir, Vulcan Ozdemir. Ozdemir. Ozdemir's been in with Cormier uh, and all the best of the division, even though he's lost to most of those. And I find a situation here where we do have a live dog, plus 250, 260, against a Russian in the main card. Volkan Ozdemir, I think, would be my best bet of the main card right now. Weigh-ins tonight, 10 p.m. Pacific time, will hold the key to much more.
5: Absolutely. Uh, We'll have an eye or two on that one for sure. VCN MMA analyst and point spread weekly contributor, as well as bout business podcast host, Lou Finnecaro. Thanks so much for your time. That was awesome. Thanks, Lou.
7: Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day and good luck to everyone.
5: Good luck to you as well. Always spectacular uh, to have Lou on the program, Josh. uh, Some stuff to unpack there, but also we'll dive into some college football. That's coming up next right here on v the Sports Betting Network.
0: America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on the Sports Betting
5: Network. This segment of betting across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime. Zen's Nicotine Pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. You can also use Zen indoors or out making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen also comes in two strengths, so you can have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine, and is only for adult nicotine consumers over 21. Learn more and find your local retailer at zen.com. That's z-y-n.com, warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It is Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And Josh, we just had the great Lou Finicaro on the program, and he was going over some games. I wanted to follow up with the Dallas Cowboys games because we saw that line movement. And you've noted all week, certainly, about the Dak Prescott situation. Cowboys minus two. So McCarthy, a decision. If that calf uh, is a problem, when we've seen a number of uh, calf strains. Mike Trout comes to mind. We, he lost the season because of a calf, a calf strain. So when you think about Dak Prescott and his situation, McCarthy the Dallas Cowboys, do you think he would actually make a decision to hold Dak out for further rest because you're thinking of the bigger picture of the season? Or do you go out there and play Dak Prescott in this matchup?
6: So I think, Pritch, you know, uh, if I know Mike McCarthy at all, I think he's probably going to want to win every game and get him out there. But I would say probably the smarter move, if you're thinking long term, is, you know, you have a Super Bowl contending team. Mm -hmm. Dak Prescott is the key to your team. We see what a difference – he makes. I mean, this offense is almost unstoppable. They're averaging, uh, what, almost 35 points a game and kind of getting whatever they want. And we know that the NFL is a scoring league now. It's quarterback driven. And if Prescott is healthy and good to go, you know, this could be a a Final Four a championship level team. Questions about defense, obviously. But uh, I think the safe move would be to hold Dak out and make sure that he's good for the long term here. And actually one thing I'm looking at, Pritch, you know, is yeah, I think a lot of people are saying to themselves and I saw this tweet or someone mentioned that CE Lamb said that Prescott is 90, he's 90% sure Prescott's going to play. Okay. But what are the what are the odds makers telling you? What's the market telling you? You have almost 90% of bets laying the short number with the Cowboys who are great, undefeated ATS, high flying offense. Both teams coming off a bye, so it's not a only a buy for the Cowboys here. But you're getting all public all over Dallas, and now you it sounds like Prescott, again, 90% to play, yet this line keeps falling. Pritch, it just looks almost too good to be true if you're a public better laying the points with the Cowboys. You know, I only got to lay one now, one and a half. To me, this looks really, really fishy. I don't know if Prescott will play or not. He probably will, but will he be hampered? Will there be an injury throughout the game? Right. The more I think about it, Minnesota looks like a really, really sharp contrarian play at home. I'll be looking at grabbing the points with the Vikings. Okay,
5: because I know some people could wait for the news, wait for the developments too. But you have a number on, uh, that could be attractive to you from a teaser standpoint, or or just uh, taking the points there with the Vikings. We're showing it at two here at the South Point.
6: Yeah, it's a great point by you, Pritch. And if this was no big deal, if Prescott, you know, just a little calf issue, no big deal, he'll be fine. Then this line should be a three, three and a half. I mean, this thing should go way up. The fact that it's staying where it's at, and even if you look from yesterday, some of those twos were showing two on our board, but I've seen a lot of one and a halves or ones. I think this tells you that this this Prescott issue is legit and that it really does have an effect here. So you could walk a tightrope. You could say, you know, hey, I want to wait on Dak, but what if he's ruled out in the, you know, at some point during the day it flips to Vikings, you know, minus three, minus four, whatever that would be uh, with Cooper Rush in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you're going to miss this number here. So I'm almost thinking, hey, if you can get Vikings anything two or higher, it's really not out there much anymore. But
5: to me, it's the Vikings plus the points or maybe even a money line play to win the game. All right, great insight right there, Josh. Appelbaum. Let's get to college football. Mini rivalry week, I, I would think, uh, because it includes a cocktail party. So we got Michigan. Let's start here, Michigan uh, and Michigan State. Uh, now this game, come on now. This is It doesn't get any better than this, I would imagine. Uh, Michigan, certainly a bad taste in their mouth over the years, Michigan State. Obviously, uh, changing head coaches to Mel Tucker is doing a great job there now for the Spartans. Uh, they're at home as a home dog, though, Josh. Uh, plus four, 50 and a half to total. Yeah, what well, it really jumped out to me, Pritch. So, number one, this is
6: going to be uh, one of the most heavily bet early games of this late 12 o'clock game here. So, it's getting a ton of action. And, Pritch, this is one of those trendy dog situations that I'm going to try to bet against. You uh, look at both these teams undefeated, both 7-0. and Michigan ranks sixth. Michigan State ranked eighth. And I think the thought process is, you know, two equally kind of divided teams, you know, both undefeated, both highly ranked. So just take the points here. Take Michigan State at home plus the points. But i would be a little cautious here. One thing that jumped out to me, Pritch, we got some data from our buddy uh, John Ewing at BetMGM. Okay. Right now, 70% of bets are on Michigan State plus four. So what does that tell you? Big, big public money is saying just give me the points on Sparty at home. But look at the way the line has moved. A lot of these books, Pritch, uh, some opened minus three and a half, got all the way to four and a half. Now, I would say when it was at four and a half, I think there was some legit probably wise guy money at Michigan State getting the look four and a half. But then it brought it back down to four. Uh, we're going to have to see how this thing develops. Does it shoot back to four and a half? Does it get down to three and a half? But if you add it all up, you have a contrarian favorite with Michigan, only getting 30% of bets. And pretty much, even though you had buyback at four and a half, the movement has always been either the same or toward Michigan. So Michigan uh, would match a couple systems I like in particular. Uh, two, t- uh, two ranked teams take the favorite. 56% ATS the last decade. So this is one of those gross plays for me, Pritch, where I like the gross dogs, but when a dog becomes popular, I'd be looking at Michigan here. Can you get a 3.5? Does mm-hmm. it fall? Uh, I'd be looking at laying the points with the Wolverines. I think the difference is defensively. You know, Michigan's only given up 14 points a game. Right. Michigan State's pretty good, too. They're giving up 19. But, Pritch, Michigan is only giving up 299 uh, total yards to the opposing offense. Michigan State's giving up 406. I think the defense... Uh, keeps Michigan in in control here and hopefully covering this number. Yeah,
5: it is a rivalry, an intense one too. Uh, you know, the edge maybe Michigan State because the turnover uh, aspect of that roster. A lot of people transferred into that program. again. Like, like I mentioned, Tucker's done a great job. Michigan, too, with some turnover uh, at quarterback uh, that stands out to me. So uh, I like this game intriguing uh, right there. Great information, too, from you uh, on, on the situation there from a contrarian favorite. I, I thought we were going to hear that one time, but hearing it more and more, uh, which <laughs> makes it more and more interesting to me, certainly. Uh, how about Georgia uh, in Florida, the cocktail party. Well, at least it used to be um, minus fourteen and a half for Georgia. Uh, Florida uh, certainly. Uh, the quarterback situation is interesting. Same thing with Georgia. Maybe we get JT back. Fifty ones are total in this game.
6: Yeah, Pritch, Believe it or not, and uh, I, I don't like doing this, banging my head against the wall, betting against Georgia because they're pretty <laughs> just they're an awesome team. But mm-hmm. you know, you would look at uh, their last game uh, against Kentucky. Kentucky lost by seventeen. Covered the twenty-one and a half. But I think the easy thing here is to lay the points with Georgia. They're a really big public play, uh, getting almost eight out of 10 bets across the market, number one team in the country. Florida is unranked right now. Florida struggled a bit. They've kind of uh, rotated wins and losses their last four or five games. Their last one out, you know, they lose that tough one to LSU 49 42 when they were a 12, 12 and a half point favorite in that one, Pritch. So I think that's what the public remembers here. If they had laid the points in that game, they're mad at the Gators right now for losing them that mm. spot. But really, what it's looking to me like, Pritch, is if you can find that 14 and a half, I look at Florida here. Uh, I think they're being undervalued. You know, Georgia is great and probably de- obviously deserving of that number one rating, but they're a bit overvalued in my opinion. You're getting almost eight out of ten bets on Georgia, yet Georgia opened minus 14 and a half. It stayed exactly where it's at. So if you're getting such heavy betting on Georgia, why didn't they go up to minus 15, 15 and a half, 16? It stayed where it's at, and I'm even seeing some shops right now, Pritch, at least a couple down to 14. So the line's kind of falling there a little bit toward florida so i'd be grabbing the hook here i look at florida plus 14 f in the swamp getting two touchdowns uh and again that would be that Conference dog, unranked versus ranked opportunity, by low spot, about 55% ATS this year. So, uh, Pritch, but give me your thoughts. You're my Georgia whisperer. You always got the intel. Uh, Do they roll Florida, or is this a tough spot? Do they win, but maybe not cover?
5: I I think it could be a tough spot. Um, uh, Way back when we first started the show, we had Bill Goldberg, uh, who's a Georgia alum, uh, wrestler. Everybody knows who Bill Goldberg is, and he always said that this game was just different. Uh, And, you know, you think about Florida's year so far, uh, and maybe the hot seat, Scenario. I don't know who knows what the coach there at Florida, but this is a game that everybody points to in circles and underlines and colors. I mean, everything. Uh, so uh, to me, uh, it's it's a respectful number. Uh, I like Georgia in the matchup, but I don't know if I would lay 14 and a half, though.
6: Yeah, and again, if you kind of take away your bias and kind of the love for a number one team and laying all these points, just ask yourself a very simple question. If Georgia is such a popular play, Mm -hmm. why isn't the line moving in their favor? I think a lot of times, you know, I love looking at line movement, but sometimes, Pritch, it's the lack of line movement. It's that line freeze angle where if a book isn't moving a number on a team that's getting really popular and a ton of bets— Why aren't they moving? you got to ask yourself that. To me, it's because they don't want to give out a better number on Florida here to some contrarian betters grabbing that conference dog at home.
5: Okay, and then Old Miss, Auburn. It's intriguing because you have a Heisman Trophy favorite, one of them, who's a dog in this game against Auburn. So Auburn minus two and a half. Why do you see this one?
6: Yeah, I'd be looking at Auburn here, Pritch. This jumped out to me uh, as kind of a one of those kind of weird numbers here that that's going to, again, we'll say it again, a contrarian favorite with Auburn. You have Ole Miss ranked 10th, Corral in that Heisman conversation. Auburn ranked 18th, 5-2 this year. And you do have um, coming off a bye with Auburn, so that would be an advantage in their favor. But what jumped out to me, Pritch, is uh, you know public-leaning Ole Miss, you you know, public's probably saying, hey, all Miss should be the favorite here. What are they doing getting points? Take that all day. Mm-hmm. But yet, Auburn, Pritch, open around minus one, minus one and a half. They're up to minus two and a half. I'd be looking at anything under the key number of three, even a money line play, minus 140. If you look at ranked teams off a of buy, they've been really good historically, about 57% ATS the last decade. I'll be on Auburn here.
5: All right. I like that play right there. Corral. He's a Heisman guy, but he's a dog. Was Kenny Pickett a a dog uh, against Clemson? I'm curious. I just don't remember that one. Come up next, we're going to get some more market insights uh, from Josh Applebaum. Let's come up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
7: This is betting across America
0: with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
5: Sign up today at Betmgm and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to Showtime with the Lock of the Year. Simply place a ten dollars moneyline wager on either Green Bay or Arizona. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win two hundred dollars in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code vsin two hundred. When you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer, enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSEN200 to win $200 in free bets if either the Packers or the Cardinals score a touchdown. It's a new customer offer, paid and free bets, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So Travel Day, Major League Baseball, the World Series, Josh Uh, I want to go over some series prices because opening price, you had the Braves plus 120, uh, the Astros minus 145. After game one, it flipped, minus 155, Braves, Astros plus 135. I mean, look, it's going to do that again now that we're tied 1-1 and we're looking at the current series prices at plus 115 for Atlanta going back home uh, and minus 140 uh, for the Astros. I I believe you've already placed a bet for the series.
6: (laughs) Yeah, so I uh, I'm actually uh, gonna sink or swim here with this Astro ship. You know, I got the early series price minus 145. I bet him again at plus 135 mm-hmm. when they got down after game one. So uh, kind of back to our early number here, and I think that's the really the strategy if you have an angle in a, in a postseason series is buying low on a team that you think can win the series after they lose a game because you're getting a much better number, obviously. But uh, Pritch, one thing to monitor moving forward, looking at uh, tomorrow's game, Garcia against Anderson, mm-hmm. um, kind of a coin flip type game. You know, minus 105, minus 107. I've seen a little bit of movement. Uh, down here toward uh, toward Houston on the road. Remember, we're going to the NL ballpark now, so I'm intrigued by what are they going to do with Jordan Alvarez, their great mm-hmm. DH? Can he play the field? Is he going to not, not start? Is he going to pinch hit? So uh, one thing that jumped out to me, and Eileen uh, Houston here, I think the big, in in terms of the series price, again, at minus 140, I think it's all about Charlie Morton being out for this series, Pritch. If you have Morton in your back pocket, and he could start, you know, another, another game or maybe two in this series, I think with Atlanta, with that lineup and your ace there, you're saying, hey, we got a puncher's chance. But now they're short on pitching, and I think that's going to really hurt them. And when this Astros team gets rolling, they really get rolling here. So I think maybe they opened uh, or kind of broke the code or kind of opened it up last night or a couple nights ago. Uh, or, yeah, it was last night to, to really kind of get going moving forward here. But, Pritch, one thing, going to the NL ballpark, right. we know a lot of overs have cashed uh, for the Astros in the playoffs. I think it's now 8-3. and three. It was a, important last night, eight and a half. Pritch. You get the over eight and a half, you right. win that over. Nine you push is the importance of getting the right number. But just keep an eye on the total. It's 8.5, but I'm seeing a lot of juice under. Like, it may go down to 8. NL ballpark, no DH. Maybe get a little bit of a lower-scoring game there with the wind blowing in. I look maybe under 8.5 and and lean to Houston for tomorrow
5: night. Yeah, as we saw Houston bounce back uh, with that lineup. I mean, I was looking at that total, too, because we talked about it on the show. Was it too late? Uh, was it chasing it? Was it going to be get, get to nine, eight and a half there? So I stayed away, closed at nine, uh, or saw, we, we saw the score at nine, uh, eight and a half certainly in that game uh, from a standpoint of trying to get that number earlier. Uh, but I wonder when the impact of the managers, like, like this could be uh, that decision point when you got Dusty uh, Snicker as well in terms of the managers dealing with their lineups and their, and their rotations now. Exactly.
6: And obviously, Dusty Baker is a guy who has an incredible wealth of experience, has been done everything in baseball except to win the World Series. So, Pritch, even right. though I hate the Astros, the, the cheaters that they are, I'm on their <laughs> series price, and I'm actually rooting for Dusty Baker here to finally get a World Series. But uh, I think you're totally right, Dusty Baker. He had a good comment. Um, you know, new age analytics, analytics rule the game. It's all about you know, you know, plugging everything into the the sabermetrics, Bill James computer, and whatever whatever it spits out in terms of shifts or matchups, you got to do it. But Dusty kind of incorporates some of that old school baseball. So we'll see. Will he uh, you know continue to make these moves based on his gut, or will he kind of go with the analytics? That's something to keep an eye on moving forward. But I think that Morton injury really opens yeah. the door to uh,
5: to Houston winning this World Series. All right, let's get back to Thursday night football you have developments going on with this line what's happening Yeah, Pritch. I always tell you, we got the best time slot
6: of anybody at Veasan, three to four p.m. This is the time slot when everything happens. But Mm -hmm. uh, if you were waiting on the Packers to get a seven, I don't think it's going to happen. All these six and a halfs are actually moving down to six as we speak. So you're getting money coming in on the Packers. This was a question we had when we saw that massively uh, inflated number, three and a half up to six and a half. How far would it go? What would be the point of no return? It looks like six and a half was that number. So what does that tell you? If you like the Packers, if you want to bet against the public tonight, if you want to follow these system matches. With conference dogs seven or less, primetime dogs, road dogs, you need the hook right now. It is moving as we speak. It is falling six and a half down to six. If you like the Packers, jump on the hook right now. If they lose by six, it would be this three o'clock to four o'clock hour, bridge where you'll be thankful you jumped on the hook before it fell.
5: Okay, I mean, thanks for the insight because it's at the south point right now. It's still six and a half, which is interesting. Uh, I was talking earlier about DeAndre Hopkins in that hamstring I don't know if that's a game-time decision or not, but just keep an eye on that. Uh, questionable uh, in a short week, too. And if you've got a hamstring, I mean, Julio Jones for the Titans already, uh, midweek uh, dealing with that situation. So uh, that's the playmaker, too, on the other side for the Cardinals, as well as Kyle Murray with that th- finger situation on his throwing arm.
6: Great point, Pritch. And it's these soft tissue injuries that yeah. really kind of you know, scare you a little bit because uh, they could pop at any moment or you know get reaggravated. But uh, yeah, is this a, a six and a half down to six? And here's another thing: if you want to look at the way you know, go to slash odds We have a live odds page. it will give you every odds for every book on the board. But look at the juice. If like, and the reason why I was seeing this fall to six is that all these plus six and a halves were juiced up plus, uh, minus one fifteen. I saw a couple books fall to six. What does that tell yeah. you? Pretty much the market's going to come there with uh, this this move down to six, it looks like. So you're not going to get the seven, Pritch. Uh, I think the six and a half is your best number. If you like Green Bay, get it right now.
5: Yeah, Schefter tweeting uh, earlier, I think, uh, about Hopkins, the situation he's expected to play, barring any setbacks during warm-ups uh, for this game here tonight. Uh, Market Insights, Josh Applebaum. Certainly catch him on the Market Insights podcast. Highly recommend that. Uh, what do you have for us today?
6: Well, I appreciate it, Pritch. Yeah, I just wanted to give one football play that caught my eye. Uh, Patriots at plus six. We just found out today uh, the line just fell to five. So that was a, team, that was a game that I was monitoring. Uh, obviously, you have charges off a of buy. I don't want to run into an off-a-bye of system match, which is pretty good historically, about 57%, 50, uh, 58%. Okay. But what was notable to me, Pritch, is it was open at six, got down to five and a half, went back to six. I'm saying, okay, now's the time to grab the pats at six. It's now down to five. So late movement toward the Patriots here. Remember, they went to the Chargers last year. It was a season I want to forget, Pritch, with Cam Newton, but (laughs) they won that game 45-0. I know things are different now, but a little mojo, and people are saying Belichick ran up the score against the Jets to try to give his team a little confidence, saying, hey, you guys can blow some people out. You're a good team, so maybe you get some momentum off that Jets game and all these system matches, short road dog six or less. Uh, with a line move in their favor 60% ATS this year conference dog road dog all matching with new England so uh, again line is moving in their favor here as we speak uh, and then Pritch I'm looking at the NBA tonight to me I want to really monitor and hammer home uh, this this whole foul thing that's going on in the NBA, calling these, or lack of calling fouls, basically, okay. these abnormal movements where referees, you know, our buddy uh, Scott Foster, he's not whistling. He's keeping that whistle quiet. I love this. This is a good edge if you want to bet some of these totals to the under. Again, unders, 60% to start the year. If the total is 220 or more, the under jumps up to almost 70% here. So I'm looking at some unders for tonight, a couple of good examples. Uh, Pistons in the 76ers this one's fallen quite a bit but if you look at the uh, 76ers they're one of the slowest paced teams uh, in the NBA and they also have uh, one of the best defensive efficiency models in the NBA and Detroit is the worst offensive team waiting for Cade Cunningham to come back this thing opened 216 it's down to 212 and a half It's falling a bit. You're not getting the best of it, but uh, I see some good money here on this under. Uh, Also looking at the uh, Hawks on the money line, Um, Wizards, both these teams are on a back-to-back, but Wizards have some injuries to Gafford and Hachimura and some of these guys. Uh, Hawks are getting back Lou Williams, it looks like. They just get back Gallinari. I money line the Hawks. They open around minus two. At one point, they got to three. They're at two and a half right now. I'm just saying, hey, win the game. Uh, Knicks and the Bulls, that could be an under opportunity here. If you look at uh, Chicago, they are 23rd in pace. New York is 20th in pace, slower pace teams. Uh, and then also uh, defensive efficiency, some pretty good defense as well. That Knicks-Bulls total is 216.5. And, and Zach Levine may miss that game. I'm kind of leaning Knicks too, Pritch. Mm-hmm. Um, that at one point was minus 2.5 Bulls. It's now down to minus 1. Uh, and then some late games, uh, still trying to get down with this undertrend, Jazz and Rockets under. Uh, that opened 223.5. It's down to 221.5. And, and you do have uh, Utah as the number three defensive efficiency team. And that would match that 220 or more go under system match, 31 and 14, 69% this year. So keep an eye on these unders. It's not a guarantee. They're all going to continue to cash. But I think you got a a little bit of a window here. It's shrinking, but these unders, to me, are the value play before the books adjust.
5: You know what, Josh? I think any NBA fan, as well as NBA better, would let you know that uh, less officiating is always best thing. It's always a great thing. Uh, Keep the emotions from those officials out of this thing.
6: No, it's so true, Pritch. And again, uh, I'll just give a comment here. My dad, old school guy, Bruins fan, Celtics fan, Bobby Orr, Larry Bird. He's he'll always say hockey's always better because it's a flowing sport. Non-stop, no whistles, a lot of action. NBA got so bogged down with whistles. And any you, you breathe on a guy. You tap a guy on the shoulder. It's a foul, <laughs> Pritch. I love this. Let's get back to the 80s. Uh, I want Kurt Rambis and the Celts and everybody fighting each other. No fouls. Let's just play with no fouls.
5: All right. Awesome information to track right there, Josh. Apple, Applebaum. Great job. Good luck with everything. I appreciate it, Pritch. Good luck tonight. Thank you very much. That'll do it for us today. Uh, my the Edge <laughs> coming up next right here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network.